On the dark and gloomy night, when the wind was beginning to howl and singing about the looming storm approaching soon, Calamity, with all her wit, was moving onward to her mother's home. She knew the fireplace would be lit and her mother would be rocking in her wooden chair reading the autobiography of her favorite photographer, Ansel Adams. She had boasted about the book only a few days prior and how she couldn't wait to buy it at the bookstore on Friday, which is when it would go on sale. She owned many copies of Ansel Adams' works, all of them framed and hung up on her walls. She said, it makes my home feel more polished. But Calamity didn't care much for her mother's idolization of this photographer. When she approached the front door, she could hear a classical song playing on her mother's record player, a song she had never heard before, a song that sounded quite eerie and made her skin crawl. There was also a smell she had never smelled before, a smell that would stop anyone in their tracks, a smell like rotting flesh. As soon as Calamity grabbed the doorknob and turned it ever so slightly, the record scratched, and the only sound was that of dead silence. Calamity stood there frozen and petrified at this eerily grey feeling she had, and it made her feel very uneasy. All she could think of were those nightmares that consumed her every night as a kid. Those nightmares about her father who abused her mother night after night, the same man who killed her brother in a drunken rage. The man that was locked up in prison and committed suicide in his cell exactly one year after her brother's murder, the man that beat her mother to a pulp, the man that came close to harming Calamity too, but didn't dare. Finally, she continued to turn the knob and push the door open, she took a small step over the threshold of the door and the smell enveloped her like a plume of smoke in a house fire. It was as if the smell was a soul enticing her, telling her to follow it, for it knew something she didn't. She hesitated at first, but she couldn't help but give in. She turned on the lights and saw her mother there, lying on the floor lifeless and pale. Her mother looked like she'd been attacked by a ravaging beast. She couldn't help but clench her whole body and scream out of pure terror and shock. She stared at her mother and kept closing her eyes shut and reopening them again and again, frantically begging for this to be just another terrible nightmare. But every time she opened her eyes, her mother still lay there without a single movement, without any sign of life. She pulled her phone out of her back pocket and clicked the on button when suddenly the record player turned on again, playing that eerie and disturbing song she had heard when she first walked up to the house. She stood there frozen and paused as if waiting for someone to approach her with fatal intentions. She looked around and only noticed the photographs on the wall were empty as if someone had replaced them with blank ones. The lights flickered, but only for a brief moment when she heard a whisper in her ear, Welcome home Calamity. It was a familiar yet unbelievable voice, the voice was that of her dead father. She looked around and still saw nothing at first, but her heart was fluttering, like a baby in her mother's womb. She focused on her mother's photograph collection again, and there he was, in the photograph on top of the fireplace mantel. He was standing there in Oceano Dunes, California. He filled the photo with an object that wasn't there before, a person. But not just any person, her dead abusive killer of a father was somehow there in the photograph staring back at her smirking. She felt a chill run down her spine, but it was almost like it was her father that traced his finger down her back, taunting her and letting her know that he is somehow present, without really being there. She walked closer to the photograph because she was obsessively curious and thought she must be having a delusion. She was close enough to touch the photo when all of a sudden everything went pitch black and there was that eerie and disturbing sound of complete and unnatural silence. She stood there waiting for something, anything, to happen. Time seemed to float on by slowly like a swan on a lake moving so gracefully. Then the lights finally came back on and the room was back to normal, and her father was no longer in the photograph. The photographs had reverted to the original ones that had been there before. But now she stood there with a knife in her hand and blood splattered all over her clothes. She looked around and to her horror, she realized it was she who had killed her mother all along.